What we need right now is a clear message to the people of this country. This message must be read in every newspaper, heard on every radio, seen on every television. This message must resound throughout the entire interlink. I want this country to realize that we stand on the edge of oblivion. I want every man, woman and child to understand how close we are to chaos. I want everyone to remember why they need us. Who the fuck is with this guy? Who is he? I'm your huckleberry. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once. Shame on, shame on you. It fooled me, we can't get fooled again. So you smart, huh? No, no. I thought your hair would be bigger. It says on your chart that you're fucked up. Uh, you talk like a fag and your shit's all retarded. So just chill out. You know, drink a 7-Up, eat a moon pie, quit murdering people. You have smoked yourself retarded. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight, and then watch the hair come back up again. What is your major malfunction, numbnuts? Welcome to another episode of the Monday Night Master Debaters. Woo. That was our little uh, homage to the Queen. And if you couldn't hear it clearly, because it isn't the clearest, they were saying, if you hate the royal family, clap your hands. And it seemed like everyone in the stadium and players and personnel included were clapping pretty adamantly. So uh, I'm as excited as they are for that. For what we got going tonight here, gentlemen, <laughs> uh, we have a excellent show on tap for tonight. I have two very differing opinions here, hence master debaters. We're not even going to debate. We're not real debaters. We're going to talk. We're going to have a, a great uh, engagement tonight, but we're going to talk a little hollow earth and flat earth, something I know zero about. Other than some references in King Kong and Godzilla movies and shit like that. And I think it's all really cool, but I don't have enough time to look into it. So I rely on guys like Bob and Chaz here to get us through it. So welcome, Mr. Moral Bob. How's it going, sir? Man, it's going good, dude. Thanks for having me. And, uh, you know, we all, it's like we all have our niches. You've got ancient history. I kind of fill in gaps here and there. 
<laughs> wherever Yours I is, can fit. You're on the hollow um, earth side, right? I am actually. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I'm I'm on both. <laughs> so <laughs> uh I don't think they're mutually exclusive, but yeah, thanks for having me, man. This is gonna be a blast. Definitely. And in the blue corner, we have Chaz. Welcome, brother. How's it going, my man? It's going great, but there's nothing to debate because I'm also a hollow earther. <laughs> no, 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 he was joking. He I know, joking. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Thankfully, um, yeah, no. no. Hey, listen, even if we all agree on the same <laughs> shit, I'm sure we got some crazy topics to talk oh, about sure. on those subjects. And and honestly, like I said, I know nothing, little to nothing. Like I've looked into it a little bit, but not enough where I could even say I could have an educated conversation with you. So that's why when you mentioned hollow earth, I was like, oh, Bob does flat earth. I'm like, that would be a fucking cool <laughs> conversation yeah. to hear these guys talk it out. Because honestly, I don't care what we're on. I'd like to know the truth, right? Is it going to stop my day? No, like any of this shit that we do, you know, all this conspiracy stuff and anything, none of it is going to solve any real problems. It's more educational than anything. And if we find out, you know, what we're on, does it really change anything? In, in in the grand scheme of things. I don't know. And that's why I brought you guys on. Because that's why I want to know, A, why are they hiding what we're on? And then, B, what are we on? So, we'll get there in a minute. I got one more. Oh, yeah. Rye. I'm ready to master <laughs> all over this place. Let's do it. <laughs> Rye, how's it going, my coats. man? Freshly shaved? Yeah, it's going good, dude. It's going good. Just uh, excited to hear the different sides. And then it would be cool to kind of talk about some of the movies where both perspectives are referenced, kind of as you hinted up top there. Oh, yeah. And it's all over, right? And you're starting to see it more and more now. It's kind of one of those niche things that they're throwing in there. A, to Mm. either try and discredit someone by just calling them a flat earther in normie lands, or B, they throw it in as kind of like a little nugget out there i feel like to get people to actually think about it maybe you know those that are on the fence because let's let's be honest there's a a good portion of the population that will never care about anything you Mm -hmm. know they're just in that (laughs) day-to-day mode they're just moving straight ahead and you know they're in that that repetitive cycle where you know if we can get those fringe people it's the people who you know, go to day to day like they don't have the time to do the research, but they're smart people who are engaged and who do care, but they don't have the time to spend like we do to do some of this stuff. So I'd like to, you know, get everybody well, involved. So throwing those nuggets out there is good. I, I definitely think the uh, rebirth of hollow earth imagery is really interesting in the wake of the uh, UFO stuff going on, because that was the original pre um you know world war ii and even post-world war ii the original narrative around ufos were that they were coming from a hollow earth coming from inside um the earth and i think that's an interesting notion and there's uh you even have that um the other early theory was that they weren't machines but they were actually animals who resided in hollow caverns and then flew out into the atmosphere and that was the big oh i don't want to spoiler alerts for anyone who hasn't seen nope yet but that was the that was fast forward 15 seconds that was the the (laughs) twist was that it was a living creature not a 
craft from another planet. And so I think it's really interesting that there's a, a rebirth in these hollow earth, you know, sentient UFO theories and things like that, especially with UFOs becoming more in the framework. Now, is that just because people are more interested in the subject and they're going back and rediscovering these theories and ideas and putting it in their art to make it better? Maybe. Is it because the reptiles are giving us symbols and trying to create our reality? Eh, maybe. <laughs> well, I think it's uh, it, it comes down to, you know, as they say, politics is downstream from culture. If you guide the culture, then you guide politics and you can kind of sway the whole thing. And so if you can control the culture through movie and pop artists, then you have everything so they once a narrative starts getting popular they want to like use that and and direct it you know they yeah like okay this is this is gaining speed let's get control of it let's throw some movies out there let's get people to kind of you know think this is silly stuff and then you know they can kind of yeah. wash it away but I do feel like in the, the current movements, we are missing a, a key factor because everyone jumps on media and Hollywood. And of course, they're monsters. It's easy to do. But right. uh, religion is the opium of the masses. And I think oh, that yeah. has been hijacked in a lot of, of realms, especially when it comes to conspiracy stuff, um, whether well, it is. That's a that's a thirty part series right there, Chad. <laughs> Regardless right. of the what, size, what hasn't religion hijacked? Regardless of the size of the town, there's always a church. Oh, and yeah. they just they just barely outnumber Mason lodges. <laughs> I was going to say, Bob, and usually a <laughs> lodge, just, right? Yeah, you get a church on one corner, a lodge on another, and they go from one meeting to the other. Yep. Well, it very. It's really interesting, too, when you see uh, like I, there's a lot of new pages out there that are bashing against the new age and they're and they're going hardcore Christian to the point where it's almost cartoonish, where mm -hmm. it's like I was a new ager and I have a couple pages in mind, but I'm not like trying to, you know, make anyone feel like shit if they if they have a page like this. But like, you know, I was a new ager and I was depressed and I, I you know, I was all about manifesting and all this bullshit. And now I found Jesus and everything's changed you know i don't i, I mean i i kind of believe in jesus i i kind of follow that whole line of thinking but man it's weird when you have to make something your identity when you have to make your religion or right. your belief system your identity right and neither one of you guys do that with hollow earth or flat earth that's just something fun that's a habit hobbit for you guys right hobby hobbit. not hobbit <laughs> um it, so there are hobbits inside the hollow earth i don't so doubt happens. it dude i was watching lord of the rings all fucking day so mm -hmm. it's funny that i just like mix mix that up there but uh yeah it's interesting though uh religion does definitely really screw with a lot of people's heads and and warps everyone's way of thinking in one way or another whether they know it or not really oh hell yeah Absolutely. absolutely and uh, we i was talking about this with my my lovely girlfriend today um in regards to um, you swallowed really hard there are you scared <laughs> yeah she's glaring at me right now she's she looking over that term she right partner. out of frame gonna kick your ass <laughs> um uh but we were talking about it in regards to the pedophilia ring and the current kind of satanic panic we're re we're reliving um in the regards with you know, Jeffrey Epstein, that was a real thing. That was government-sponsored human trafficking and blackmail, honeypot, pedophilia. A really dark, super horrible subject. 
But they, instead of addressing that, what do they do? They flood the information waves with Pizzagate and, you know, look at Nancy Pelosi's email. Hot dogs mean little boy wiener. <laughs> like they do all of this crazy stuff and they sell it to the church folk. They spin it, you know, with the Satanism angle. And it's, it's rude to say, but it's true. Church folk, for the most part, pretty gullible. That's why they go yeah. to church. <laughs> you yeah. know, you can have your own spiritual relationship with God without having to tithe. <laughs> you know, you can, again, th- this group is easily suggestible. And so now you've got this group and you don't have to, to really feed it. You just kind of plant a seed. You say, oh, this pizza shop is where the pedophiles hang out. And then you just tell that to them and then they just do the rest. And the wheels start spinning. And then again, it gets to this, this crazy extent. And you have these warriors for Christ who will show up at a pizza store with a gun <laughs> because they, they genuinely think they're doing the right thing. And, you know, they're not wrong. There is a a truth there. There is a government network of pedophilia rings, apparently. We saw it. They killed Epstein. All the cameras weren't working. I mean, it's it's as lazy as the assassinations were back in the 80s. It's clearly something happening. But now, you know, we've got the um, everyone wants to, to yell at drag queens about them running pedophile rings and the actuality we need to be looking at the government the drag queens are they're spending money on makeup big old fake titties and stuff that's what the great magicians do though chaz right yeah. it's the, the art of distraction us. yep mm-hmm. there is something weird with the drag queens though man because like there's youtube ads like uh it's google uh well, the double the double security thing like so, if, you, if you need yeah, but drag queens are just drag queens are just the gays of the eighties, you know, like the, the well, that's just the algorithm everything. though. We're, we're victims of, cause Twitter's the worst, but all of them do it. it. The algorithm promotes anything that gets people talking and gets people socializing, but people don't socialize. They fucking fight. <laughs> and yeah. so any subject that's controversial, that's, you know, really triggering for both sides, they're going to hop on it and the algorithm is going to blast it out. And so whether or not it's intentional, again, we can debate, you know, who shadowy puppet masters forever. But until we it's like the UFOs, until we get an alien in our hands, we can't say for sure. But and we never the, the they've, they've just become a, a target again. How many drag queens are there really in America? Not that many. <laughs> We're really the population, though, is so disproportionately. Again, again weird (laughs) there doesn't have to be very many drag queens as long as they put the narrative out there and then basically you know blast it through a multiplier which is media you know and then they're pushing the entire agenda without it actually being that big of a deal right and they can get the result without without the problem actually being there and so they sexualize children and i think they're just i think a lot of this is just distraction i like I've started to question whether or not any of this is actually happening. Um, wow! Well, I, I just put it out there, 
And it could just be to get people to be divided and be on different sides. Oh, I think there's a pedophile ring. Oh, you're crazy. The government isn't competent enough to pull something like that off, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it just gets people in fighting about shit. Well, and it might not, it might just this all is, be a show. Yeah, <laughs> this is, hey, but this is a great lead. I don't want to go too far down the the, the pedo rabbit hole because we right. can talk about that all That's day. That's my bad. I usually yeah. don't. No, no, no. That. But, but this, is, this is a great <laughs> example, again, of uh, uh, like this. Why, why is Flat Earth such a big thing now? Right. And why is it so because it's divisive. Right. Mm -hmm. And why are people so emotional on one side or the other? It all goes into the same thing. It's it, it gets back to this whole notion that it's divide and conquer. Right. Separate, create groups mm -hmm. and then create groups within groups mm -hmm. and, and just get us to argue. And like Chaz mm -hmm. said before, we can't have discussions anymore. That's part of the reason why I wanted to have this show in general was starting this master debater show right. was just to get people on to talk. Cause I, I like talking with people, but in my normal life, I can't talk about half the shit we talk about. Like the, that conversation we had right there would have blown everyone's head. <laughs> oh, yeah. that I talked to in daily life. Right. Yeah. And we, we're just like, well, oh, sides this, too. You know, this is like it's... B level shit. We're, you know, this is amateur shit. We've been through this, but so here's what I want to do. I want Chaz, I want you to give us a high level run through of hollow earth and then i'm gonna I have bob it. run through flat earth and then we're gonna bang it around from there right if you got questions i'll have questions i you know aside from that i'm not bringing much to this discussion tonight i just want to sit back and enjoy the uh presence of you three well i can promise you this it will be high level but uh, <laughs> that's why you're on master debaters, my friend. I, I don't puns. know what kind of high we're going to be experiencing here, but bear with me. Um, <laughs> so the hollow earth theory is actually, uh, I mean, it, it's, it dates back in various mythologies, thousands of years. It's one of the most common, you know, pairs along with your ancestor myths, your flood myths hollow earth myth sits pretty close it's not as prevalent as as some of those other things but it's pretty close there you have um the ant people of native american lore in central mexico the the arizona desert where you're at ryan there is this idea that there was an origin species again this underworld people and various people interpret that as you know people who survived a calamity hiding out under under the ground um to other you know again different creatures inhabiting the the hollow well, earth it's interesting you say the ant people i've i've heard vaguely of them but when i the first thing i think of when i think of an ant person is kind of almost like what you would think of a gray mm -hmm. you know that oh yeah well that insect archetype absolutely yeah huge in ufology and that's something that's really kind of big in the um, hollow earth theory, which I talked about a little bit at the start there, is that it really parallels the UFO phenomenon in a, a strange way. Because, again, you think hollow earth, you think, you know, journey to the center of the earth and you think Jules Verne, dinosaurs, you know, this kind of in, inner society. But you don't really think UFOs. Um but prior to, to Jules Vernon, there were several um, true, supposedly true stories of people journeying inside, journeying inside of the earth. Um, but after Jules Vernon's novel came out, 
there was an explosion in these narratives. Um, <clears throat> again, people exploring the earth, meeting some kind of creatures, usually negative. And of course, that predates all the way back to the ancient Greeks, biblical, you know, the underworld. It's so synonymous with our language. When someone goes to the underworld, it's a bad place. And this is also pretty consistent that the entities that hang out in there are, are pretty mean bastards for the most part. Um, then you get to uh, the Shaver Mysteries, and that's in the um, early 1900s. And Richard Shaver is this guy who's definitely lost. He's a few clowns short of a circus, let's say that. Hmm. Um, I, I think that's the PC way to say that nowadays. Um, but uh, uh, he he was pretty bizarre and he was an artist. Um, he does these weird rock drawings that he says are records of ancient history. Really bizarre stuff. Um, but he wrote his experiences in the Hollow Earth to Amazing Stories magazine. And the editor there, um, the, the first guy who read it was like, well, this is just insane ramblings and tossed it out. And the, the main editor fished it out of the trash can. He's like, no, I can make a story of this. And he went and met Schaefer and bought all of his writings. And essentially all of these, the next you know year and a half of issues were the Shaver mysteries. And people kept writing in, reporting that they were experiencing these similar things, hearing voices from the hollows inside the earth, having communication with these entities that weren't from Venus or Mars, like some of the UFO narratives of the time. They were from inside the earth. Um, and of course, this is all bolstered by the supposed diary of Admiral Byrd. Um, and he's one of your main characters in conspiracy lore. I saw everyone shake their head <laughs> when I, I dropped his name. because He's like a boogeyman. Uh, yeah, Operation High Jump and, you know, the Nazis in Antarctica. He's deeply involved in all that stuff. Um, but famously, he flew into a hole in the North Pole and met inner Earth Nazis, essentially. They flagged them down in these UFOs covered in swastikas. Now, it should be noted that the source for that story is a diary he supposedly wrote that was only published 30 or 40 years after his death. And it's written... It's written like he's flying the plane with one hand and writing <laughs> this diary with the other. He's like, now they're pulling up alongside me. <laughs> it really doesn't make sense narratively. Um, questionable document. But this was kind of another big burst into the, the theory. So you have um, your ancient mythologies here and there popping up. And, you know, they're bolstered by the fact that there are underground cities in Turkey, there's catacombs, you know, there are, you know, thousands and thousands of hundreds of thousands of miles of tunnels, whether it's mines or dungeons or whatever it may be. Um, so this has always been a part of, of reality. And interestingly, you also have the phenomenon of miners being trapped in mines and seeing these doors open up and interacting with people inside, you know, this mind and this weird hallucinatory state, but it's experienced by all of the trapped miners by this entire group. There was one group who the door opened up and they saw the Pope and they swore it was the Pope. And I think they even made this Pope a saint because of it, because these guys ended up getting rescued and they were like, Oh, we saw the Pope. It was a miracle. Um, <clears throat> but 
it, it is this narrative that pops up again throughout ancient history. And oh, there you go, Agartha. Yeah. So this was, you, you, thank you for the material. I should have had this with me. Um, and then, of course, in Tibet, <laughs> you have the legends of Shambhala, um, the Aztecs and the Maya. Um, I'm forgetting the word they had for it, but they again had an underworld that was populated with pyramids and the deities and all kinds of spooky skeletal creatures um and then so the modern era though you, you can definitely trace to the three points you have jules verne um you have the shaver mysteries and this kind of hit the pop culture ufo scene kind of interjected it and it's really interesting because shaver describes these flying saucers and he did it a half decade before kenneth arnold's famous flying saucers that kicked off the kind of modern craze um some people have even used it to debunk kenneth arnold being like oh he just read amazing stories and was ripping off this other guy um but no they were reporting the same phenomenons and again the same weird mental communications except shavers was coming from inside the earth as opposed from these craft above the earth um and they would, when they come came out of the earth to like go on their missions, the Daros, he called them, the evil entities inside. There were the Taros, who were the good one, and the Daros, who were the bad ones. Again, not the most creative, but <laughs> uh, the Daros would use these flying saucers. And then finally, you have Admiral Byrd's journal, which came out in the 60s, which, again, reiterated all of this flying saucer, hollow earth lore. And kind of cemented it into paranormal conspiracy uh, history. And so those were the three points that kind of lead to to how we perceive Hollow Earth today. Um, And again, you still have that Jules Verne 1920s. That was the most popular view that people still view it today. That was the kind of view you saw in the King Kong movie, uh, King Kong vs. Godzilla movie that came out recently. It's the one that still commonly um you know pops up in in people's mental images we still haven't gotten the ufo hollow earth movie yet but i give it a couple give it a couple years hollywood's desperate someone will pull that out (laughs) well Uh, and then matt i don't know if you remember obviously i know you remember but the, the maps that one of the maps that we were using last week i think that you pulled it up um kind of take a picture of this in your mind and then go to this one that's actually because I recognize this as I as I was kind of scrolling down here. This one here, it's the same damn thing. But we're assuming that this one that you used last week was like the Earth. Maybe it's the exact same image where like this is shit that's going on inside of like some sort of like crust. Yeah. Is that is that a view above, you know, looking below? Right. Is that the next layer down? Or is that a layer above? Yeah, it's it's an yeah. thing. It's an interesting concept. Again, I'm not really sold by the um, bird narrative. I don't buy that journal as legitimate. Well, um, he's probably Jeffrey Epstein's grandpa. They both had books, right? <laughs> they both were doing some weird shit. <laughs> Who knows? But... They hung out on islands. They were at uh, onto something. There. I know. <laughs> birds, dude, a... birds got some sketchy shit around him. Yeah. Um, but like I've I don't think flat earth and hollow earth are mutually exclusive. I can I think they both can coexist. And I have kind of a, a layer cake theory where like 
our firmament above us is there for the layer above us firmament below them you know like how we can only dig down 7.6 miles uh, before we hit a, sandwich. a barrier yeah and so but the passage to each like the doorway that connects them is at the north pole and that's the doorway and that's why we're kept from it and possibly Ooh. why they keep it frozen that's you you're blowing my mind here because anybody any i highly recommend go listen to uh the most recent legit bat that joe and jen just did um they had uh mario on i can't remember his last name did an awesome job on breaking down stuff but he was talking about that how you know the poles may be the keys to all this Uh, right because if you think about it we kind of went from a polar reality to this solar reality and maybe, or, you know, this, we went from a polar system to a solar system. And then in reality, we may be living off that polar system where we're based on the poles, right? And we're not based on this system that we've been taught because, I mean, it wasn't until... Yeah, I'm of the opinion, though, that we, we don't want to go back to polar. We want to go deeper and get to whatever the third dimension time thing Well, that's is. what... No, that, yeah. that's exactly what Bob is saying. Yeah, because there's a pole up top, right? Roller? Mm-hmm. Go up, and that's going to take you, like Bob was saying, maybe to the next level. And then you take you take that same, you go to the south pole down, well, now you're going to the level below. Right. And there's just all these layers and there could there's seven layers between the bottom and the top. So I'm glad you brought this one up because this is a conspiracy I stumbled upon recently. This Sheol thing on the bottom. Yeah, Uh, it's in the Bible. So, well, this was a totally different thing. Only the coloring made me think of it was that this other guy's on this whole side theory that the reason we don't dig that much deeper is because there's this conspiracy around the fact that oil is naturally occurring under the earth and like just reproduces itself. And if you dig deep enough anywhere, you'll tap into it. Yeah, so the earth oil wants to keep that under wraps. I think that's very possible. Well, and see, see, I have a, I have a, a theory (laughs) that um, the tides, as well as the floods, um, and possibly recesses that aren't talked about, but where the water resides, and all the lands are connected better. I think there was a time where we had less water than we have now, and the lands were a lot more connected, and that's why you see different cultures that blend in places where it's like, how the hell are they over there? And it's like, because it was just connected by land. Um, but like, oil is a is a hydraulic, like you can't compress it. So what if the oil that's being generated is squeezing the water table, and it's causing water to come out of the water table into our you know, surface. And that's what tides are, is that action that's just compressing the water table. And it's like the earth is breathing. Mm. I like it. It's interesting. That would explain. So if that was true, then that black mass that is under us. I love that map. Is, is, is the firmament for the ones below. Mm. Now, now that was going to be my question, Chaz. In hollow earth, what is space? Um, so uh, the model of hollow earth I subscribe to is that the her- the space operates pretty much as we're told. With um, planets and everything out there? Yeah, for the most part. And so 
there is hollow moon theory, which actually scientifically is a lot more intriguing than um, hollow earth theory. There are some weird, the, the moon itself is bizarre and it's spacing and size and it does seem to be hollow. It has this weird echo when it has impacts. Um, but um, yeah, for the most part, the, the hollow earth theory, and again, I don't want to speak for all hollow earth errors they're a very diverse bunch but it, it mostly yeah we're, we're a sphere and inside is, is hollow it's like an egg floating around there is concave earth theory which suggests that space is actually a sphere and the earth we live on the inside of a ball and that because of time space we can only when we look up at that <laughs> sphere we see it, it like a fish it'd eye be more like it, that um uh, this image here is pretty cool. Uh, and this cool. <laughs> was what was I on the other day where the dude was talking about the cosmic snake? Oh God, that was. Well, well and where does this idea come from that that the that the Earth's on a turtle? That that's what's interesting to me. I mean, that's it's goofy like Tibetan as hell, but... or something. Oh, there's um, a lot of cultures that actually stems from um, a, a few of them in the uh, Latin America. Um, I think the. E. I want to say Inca, but I might be, well, might this... be the guys before them, the P whatevers. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that was definitely the, they had a name for the turtle. And again, it pops up a lot in, in, in pop culture. Um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia makes that joke a couple times. Um, mm-hmm. Avatar The Last Airbender, I think they've got a giant turtle <laughs> with a world on its back. <laughs> And you yeah, see here, you got the Ouroboros is the equator. That's kind of cool. That's interesting. Or the <laughs> ice wall, depending yeah. on how you see it, right? Right. Yeah. Yep. But and then I, the I tree think... is the North Pole, it looks like, right. too. Yeah, and that's what connects the realms. Well, yeah, and that's the whole thing. That's the, the sign. And that's why you see a lot of the star symbol. That's North Star. That's the polar star. And that's Notice a lot of people guys. think that's the, the star of relevance in our realm. Everything well, revolves around the polar star. The The main issue I personally have with the flat earth theory is it is it's based on one of those things that has unfortunately become a key component of conspiracy theories is trust me, bro. I did the math. And here's the thing. You know it. <laughs> I know it. We all know it. Wait. I'm not going to check your math. <laughs> There's no way yeah, I'm checking the math. Yet. I'm not going to do it. You're not going to do it. We're all not going to do it. (laughs) So I can get you just without math, with just logic and reason. Well, here's the thing, though, is that the the problem does eventually come down to math because you have to mathematically prove it. And all the really good math professors and shit are saying it's round. I'm going to have to I'm going to go with them. It's hard to get someone has... to understand something when their financial income is tied to misunderstanding. Well, it, I, I, again, so there is that that conspiracy. NASA doesn't make money. It's a giant sink. I, I, I don't see the motive of it. They have a $60 Unlike... million dollar a day budget. Yeah, but that that's a drop in the bucket. That's yeah, not it's really, really not as much as it sounds a, like. A lot. <laughs> it, it is a lot when it's rich people just laundering money. You know, like when they're just laundering money constantly, they need to have something to soak up that money. And it's it's not a it's not that one 
laundering operation is going to be laundering trillions of dollars. Yeah, they have but, to have tons of them. But how does them laundering money make the math wrong for like the ancient Greeks? Like the ancient how Greeks were able to calculate the curvature. No, they weren't. How? Yeah, they were. They used they used shadows. There's oh, a very simple... assuming that there's parallel rays. Can you well, show me any picture of parallel rays? There's a, a a very classic video of Carl Sagan showing it in right, right miniature right. scale. But it also works with a local light on a flat surface. You can do the exact same experience with a local light on a flat surface. A- again, the research I've seen, people conducting those experiments all conclude that the Earth is round. So again, yeah, they, might all, be a- they can all be wrong. Like consensus is be. not consensus is not true. They could be. You're right, but again, their math has given me their this math computer. is wrong. I can tell that you. This. I am okay, sitting on okay. and we're hold talking on. Hold on. on. Hold on. I'm, okay. I'm, if you're willing, if you're willing, uh-huh. I am. I'm gonna Today. blow. I am gonna blow <laughs> all of that shit up right now. Okay, go for it. Okay. If we were on the ball that they say we are on, okay, by their mm. math, by their math. The curve over 10 miles is 67 feet, okay? That's that's a noticeable curve, right? If something curves right. 67 feet. Well, that, that's inaccurate geography, Wait. though, because anyone Wait. who knows mountains knows that Wait. that's no, different. Okay, topography, sure, okay. Um, I'm not going to use topography, okay? You but just see, that's why it that. doesn't work, though, because we yes, live on a topographical globe. The that, experiment doesn't work. Do, if we don't take that does because, sure, it does. Balls curve in all directions. Every picture from NASA is a perfect fucking sphere, and it has a measurable curve. What? And it curves what? exactly the same rate in all directions. Lack uh, of uh, curve I, means lack of ball. So, hold on. Let me finish, man. So, by the established numbers from NASA, the amount of curve over 10 miles is 67 feet. Yes or no? Oh, okay, so here's the thing. You're doing the thing <laughs> I talked about. You're doing the thing I talked ah! about. You're asking me to check your math every Dude, single know. time. You, right. You're, you're then you have numbers done. at me. Okay, so, so right. you are do telling your calculator me. You... Out and do the math. Do you know okay, how to okay, calculate? Okay, I'll do the math right Wait. now. Wait, okay. So you're telling me that you are positive that I'm wrong, but you haven't done the research to know the numbers. What is the math here? Well, I don't, I don't. Okay. It's arrogant, but okay. Well, I'm not taking that stance. I've absolutely have heard these arguments before. Again, have you? Because you have, you won't let me finish. Please continue. Have you heard heard more? Because you keep cutting in and not letting me finish. So to say that you have heard my argument without hearing my argument is a logical fallacy. So are you going to let me finish? Okay. Well, first of all, you drop the fallacy fallacy. So (laughs) you you can't calling out an argument for being a fallacy doesn't mean it's invalid. So we can argue. It's not valid if you you can't you can't object to something you haven't heard. I'm not going to do the semantic argument. You have to hear the argument to object. Yeah, hey, hey, we're not in the courtroom, motherfuckers. Let's go back to the facts. <laughs> no, it's just basic debate. Yeah, it's no, just I'm, just, I'm just joking. You have to go ahead. You Bob. have to hear from the right. statement. Bob. So your your statement is the curvature ten miles sixty seven drop. Have I confused right. that? That is the so, established curve rate over ten right. miles. Okay, 
I am going by NASA's approved numbers. So we're 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 taking so, we're not considering topography. Nope. And, and I'm gonna tell you why. And I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. New York City is just happens to be on the water, right? Yeah. So there's not really any topography. That's New uh, York an City, accurate statement. <laughs> New York City is at sea level. Yeah, maybe a little above beach, it, but it's at sand sea dunes. level. That's in that's not going to change the curve over in, long in Duval long County. Periods. In Duval the County, the, the highest drop. point is Mount Cornelia. It's 49 feet above the water. Are you going to continue right to cut me off? The drop, <laughs> the drop is the drop. It doesn't matter. The drop is the drop, period. On a ball, the drop well, no, is what it is over mountain. a given. Then how can you even have sea level? Because if I'm on a ball, if I'm on a ball, sea level, if the sea is right here and a mountain's over here, technically the sea is above the mountain. So how could you measure anything at sea level unless it was a constant level? Now, let me finish. The New sea York is not a constant City, level, though. That Again. Sea level is not a constant level. Then why would constantly it be moving. used? Why well, would it be used? Because it's... Because the, water always seeks its level. That's why. So let me finish. Well, that's, New okay. York City is 15 oh, miles oh, on the that. on the shoreline it's 15 miles from one end to the other it's like 15.4 miles that is over 150 feet worth of curve on the earth yet it is missing from the skyline there is a universal level that if you build things on this level they become parallel without even trying if if we lived on a ball and you had a building, say, the size of the World Trade Center that has hundreds of feet worth of walls on four sides, hundreds of feet. If you had to build that building where everything was parallel so the building didn't get bigger at the top, there would be math to curve those in at just the right rate because every spot on the globe has a different level. You could be standing 10 feet away from me, but your level will be different than my level. Period. End of story. And if you've ever built anything over 10 feet long, level is just fucking level, man. That's all it is. It's not different here or there. There isn't math in the engineering that correct for curve ever, ever. It doesn't matter how long the bridge, how big the building, the math isn't there in the engineering. There is no factual evidence that we live on a ball. You can look at a horizon at 10,000 feet up. That is hundreds of miles worth of horizon and there's no curve. Balls curve in all directions at the same time, right? It's the needed thing for curve for us to be on a globe. And it can't be proven or measured. Neither can spin. The sky rotates around a central point, like a clock. When, if we were spinning at 1,000 miles an hour, going around the sun at 66,000 miles an hour, every night we'd be pointing in a different direction and there'd be different stars. Yet they're not. And that's not even all of the movement that we're doing. It just gets really silly when you start looking into everything. Yeah, when you start looking at the pattern that they say the Earth has to travel in to stay in orbit, it's like a cork, it's like a DNA and, strand. And it's constantly wobbling. And it's, it's wobbling, wobbling and the axis is changing. And 
It just, I, and that's my thing. Like, and, and why, I guess, why was it taught in schools and to everyone a certain way until the late 19th century? And then all of a sudden everything changed. Like they started schools with that as the foundation. And then all of a sudden, now, mind you, the theory had been out for how long at that point? Hundreds of years? Ancient ancient Hebrew texts and maps have a flat earth. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about the you know, So the, it's been around for earth. So Who so, knows how? I mean, there is the the idea that the people that they say did the math for the globe a long time ago are all made up, which if any yeah. of you trust history that we're given, I well, don't may, know to tell you, I don't trust any Jesuits of it. So it that's be, the other thing. Was may I, Aristophanes may I? a real person? <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead. Yes, Chess. have at it. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't want to cut off anyone. I, I do have a tendency to do that. Um, don't we all? Again, the whole, let me put my little hand emoji down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh, the problem with all of that, once again, is you're presenting me an alternate set of of data, of stats, of numbers. No, um, no, I'm not an alternate. The correct. Like, well, here's the by... issue, though, is because I, I don't have any I don't have I personally and I I'm going to go ahead and branch out to say none of us have a mathematics degree. So we can't. None of us individually can 100% be sure that the numbers you just said are correct. We just can't. We can spend all the time Googling it, and you can pull up a flat Earth source that says this, and I can pull up a NASA source that says that. And we're we're running around in this, again. Well, they they, they pair up because any time that flat Earthers want to argue the globe, they use the globe model. Flat Earthers know the globe model better than 99.9% of Globers. Well, I, I can problem, tell you though. every single statistic because, about your model. So, hey, <laughs> well, hold on. Before we go crazy on globe earth versus flat earth, I don't really give a shit about globe earth. Right. So. But, um, but like, I, what I'm interested to hear, too, is you guys can take this, but I also want to hear your take, Bob, on how hollow earth could play into your model of flat earth, which is interesting. Well, we know that that there's something under us, right, that is of importance because the military has over 1400 deep underground military bases. And worldwide. Bob, sorry to interrupt, but one other thing that and it just before I my high mind loses it. <laughs> when you buy a property, right? You only own a certain amount of feet yep. down. Yep, and, and beyond that level, it is not your property anymore. That is the government. Big property. oil conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the mineral rights, right? Um, exactly. Yeah. Well, again, and, the and issue but is... in my world, Ryan, in my world, if that's the case, if we're talking mud floods, in, in some cases where we're talking meters worth of mud floods, well, if now that stuff is buried, they're preventing you from going down and digging up what was underneath your property at one time previously, possibly, right? In some of these older areas, you could, you know, there could be buildings under there that have just been totally mudded out. And and that that's another reason why I don't think they let you dig down is, is not only like Chaz was saying, mineral rights and, and things like that. I, I think there's, a lot beneath our feet that we just don't know what's down there well and maybe hollow earth too it's not actually like a civilization or a, a literal airspace down there but maybe there is some sort of old societies that are down there that are extinct right or or just like well, instead I, of well, air it could be it's dimensional right like uh like telos 
Well, yeah, you know? I was just pulling. I was I went through, you know, people that are on your Patreon map saw like tons and tons of weird maps from the old days and like artist renditionings of this crazy shit where, you know, the Norse mythology where the planets are these different trees and then those different planets or I, I'm sorry, there's one tree Earth's in the center and all these planets kind of splinter off. And those are all the different gods and all that shit. Uh, what I'm saying, though, is that like the archaeologists and the shit that they get into where they find like proof that there were things from the past living down there maybe that can kind of like tie into the hollow earth a little bit where there are this this there's this proof of older civilizations within the dirt under our feet that would be like a really kind of like metaphoric way of stating that there is a hollow earth there is proof of shit beneath us right i don't know if i'm like if that's making sense yeah there's there's gotta be there has to be the I, I think the the body of evidence suggests that um, again culturally the people who built these underground cities and temples and things they built it with specific acoustic properties and things like that and it get, goes back to the the lost sciences of shamanism you know that we we've erased um, but this understanding that certain areas certain aspects certain sounds certain substances they can alter your consciousness. And within altered consciousness, you can interact with things. And again, the debate is still out on what those things are, but we absolutely know that for 100% fact that you can. And I think that the hollow earth mythology is really steeped in the psychedelic experience. And that's shown through by all those miners who throughout history have been trapped, starving and hungry in total sensory deprivation, and then they experience these internal worlds really vividly. The entire group experiences them. Again, I think some, there's a lot of people who probably have had genuine hollow earth experiences, similar to abduction experiences where they occur physically on some aspects on some reality, but the bulk of it is occurring in a psychedelic non-physical reality. Um, and it seems that there does to be this understanding that if you want to talk to the spooky, scary entities, go down inside a hole, go into the hollow and trip balls or whatever, say your prayers, do your ritual, whatever it may be. And that's how you you meet those creatures as opposed to, you know, the places on high um, Moses getting the tablets on Mount Sinai. Again, whether they were physical tablets or a psychedelic, semi-psychedelic experience, it was those high places. Burning bush was on a mountain. All that shit takes place on mountains. All the demons and shit hang out in the dungeons and caves. And again, that didn't make them unvaluable. King Solomon, his ring of uh, demon speakery or whatever it was, he fucked with those guys all the time. And he made packs and used them to win battles and shit like that. Again, knowledge can be derived of these entities. That's the other thing we know. Mm-hmm. Their true nature, what they're about, what's going on, what what they get out of it, all of that is still speculation, debate, rumor. Can uh, I step in here real quick for some breaking news? Absolutely. Did the Bills win? Fuck. <laughs> well, the Bills, I hope they win because I bet on uh, Tannehill to throw over 24 uh, completions. I think he nailed it already. But no, this is much juicier. <laughs> the uh, Beyond Meat... COO reportedly attempts to consume human nose. I guess he bit someone's fucking nose. What? And he uh, tried to eat them. There's many sources 
We went fucking Tyson. Jesus. Beyond Beyond Meat could just be human meat. Uh, If anyone's wondering, I just checked. The Bills are up 41 to 7. Okay, good. That means they're getting their 10 point. They're getting their 10 point buffer. Josh Allen's our quarterback, though, not not Tannehill. So (laughs) you might be fucked, my friend. Did I say Tannehill? Sorry. No, yeah, Josh Allen. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, I bet on uh, on Allen to get 24 completions. That's a safe bet. You're good. Yeah, I don't pay any attention to this shit. Okay, cool. So I made like 40 bucks tonight. That's good. Um, yeah, man, this dude's a, this dude's psycho, man. These people that that fall into this whole shit are crazy. Did you think it? Yeah, look I, at his face. I, I really Is think that him. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that guy looks evil as fuck. That's what I'm saying. Doug I, Ramsey. I feel, shit. I feel like these are dark oh, enemies. Arkansas college football game. Hold on, hold on. That is a huge caveat. I live in, in Gainesville. We're in SEC town. College football Chaz is not the same Chaz you all know and love, okay? <laughs> and, and Arkansas tailgate. lost. To, they got upset this weekend. There you go. Tailgate. That's why he's mad. People talk shit. I... I you might bite a nose off. Hell yeah, I can see that. Free this guy. I'm, I'm switching up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good look, but yeah. He didn't do nothing. Real. Let him go. <laughs> I thought that was pretty fucked. Yeah, the push for cannibalism lately has just been pretty weird. Um, that and did you guys see the Barbie campaign? No, Barbie's what? pushing furries. Oh, yeah. Yes. I saw some shit about it. Yeah. <laughs> unbelievable, it's man. Christ, right? well again on the cannibalism the church is the oldest and longest ritualistic cannibal dude right right i was just talking to my wife about freaking how communion is a cannibalist fucking uh like you're eating flesh and drinking blood blood. like what the fuck is that shit what is that culty freaking Uh gross nonsense like what when i was a kid i went along with it because it was the day that we got to have grape juice and crackers in church and i was like all right cool (laughs) i like to get that little wine there you go right there there you go are you are you good yeah see you see the green one this is helping me quit my job soon yeah there you go sports gambling the buffalo bills you're welcome (laughs) <laughs> it's mostly UFC and MMA. I'm way better at that than this. Hence why I thought that Ryan Tannehill was the guy that I bet on. But <laughs> I made the right bet. Um, say, is Tannehill still it, playing? He is. is he's dude. quarterback is for he? the Titans. He's not really? bad. All right. He's not uh, as good as... Well, as he got Cowboys. dumped on tonight. Um, <laughs> the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl, dude. Come on. you can't. Don't you can't really... say that, man. I've been a Bills fan for way too long to be hearing any of that talk. I'm knocking on wood right now. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna get it. Don't worry about it. Um, back to the back to the topic. Sorry to derail yeah, with cannibalism. Well, I, I was gonna bring it back <laughs> a little bit to the debate. I know we got heated. Uh, <coughs> like one, of, people. one of the reasons I, I so doubt the flat earth narrative is because of the churchiness of it. And well, that's, that that's always intentional. Turn off. That's intentional, man. But here's here's the deal, man. There's way more proof of the flat earth than the hollow earth that you pre- you believe that pretty pretty hardcore so 
Like I can prove the Earth is flat. I can't well, no, prove I can there's prove a hollow Earth. Hollow. But... Again, hundreds of thousands of miles of tunnels. Yeah, yeah but I can is... actually prove. I can actually show you. Well, mine's undeniable. Yours is this still is quite flat. deniable. Well, denying <laughs> the truth doesn't make it not the truth. Well, so <laughs> I, I do have a point on that matter, though. Is I, I've never taken a statistics class, but in my paranormal research, I've come across this conundrum many a times that the the number set doesn't represent the truth and here's an example the bermuda triangle um every debunker has debunked it if you look at the rate it's a, a shipping lane so a lot of boats go through the bermuda triangle if you look at the numbers statistically boats that go missing there is it's on par with everywhere else in the world but that doesn't represent the individual cases that doesn't represent the high strangeness of planes just vanishing off radar and things like that yeah sure statistically planes go down every once in a while but it doesn't explain why there's these phantom boats there's still tea boiling on the the oven but no one's around yeah sure crews abandon every once in a while but it doesn't explain the mist that the ship emerged from or disappeared back into it, it doesn't represent the on the ground truth and so again, anytime it's arguing numbers, I mean, that could be I'm glad you trust your numbers, but eh. that could be no. I trust all observable and measurable reality. Well, I've been um, in a plane and I've seen the curvature. So no, for my <laughs> nice reality, no, even Neil deGrasse Tyson says you can't see it at a hundred thousand feet. So you can either you can either see it or you can't. And you're looking you're at going a over window, some mountains, window, anyway. man. You, you, you see anyway. The, See the ship's yeah, mass come over the horizon before. I don't know, man. It makes sense. <laughs> All right. Math-based arguments don't. Again, it's you're you're arguing. I I can find a mathematician. I'm sure if we went and got I'd the math do find somebody, find somebody that you would give credit to, and send them my way. Well, tell I can him, share tell him some somebody video. wants to debate. I can share some video. You find evidence. the credible person and you send them my way, and I guarantee they won't take me up. I've on got my a offer. great documentary. And if they do, I will make them look stupid. It was so, a conducted by flat earthers. They try to recreate. That, that's been for... proven fake. That's been uh, proven to be a fake. That was flat Earth society shit. Well, let's do and it. It was a psyop. No, no, I'm not talking about that. I know the history of the, there was the Canadian movement and then there was the Discordiant movement by. No, it was um, the dude with the laser and it was all wonky and the laser didn't go through the hole. Yeah, like it's the it's same. It's the Bedford level. It's the same it's what nonsense crap. To start the debate that, in the uh, 1800s. Yeah. It's, it's the same stuff that everybody uses to, de- well, to deny observable yeah, we, reality. We've got and lasers. It. So yes. here's the thing, though. Is yes, I'm and the fact the... that there is a universal level is like end of story, man. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm if you've ever built anything, scientist. if you've ever built anything, you know all level is exactly the fucking same. And on a ball that we're told curves at a certain rate, and we get pictures true, from NASA looking. Have at you it, ever seen it, steep farms where they grow crops on the side of hills? Yes, but level is still level. Well, not to those plants. Yes, they are. The plants go towards the sun. <laughs> the plants don't determine level. And a perfect example okay. of this is actually beehives, completely grown despite gravita- gravitational orientation. Again, we can nitpick statistical Proof anomalies, gravity. but they don't represent the overall picture. 
Okay. And if it's a math-based argument, you're not going to beat mathematicians. And I, I am and will if you want to find one and send them my way. Oh, uh, I mean, I can try. Neil Tyson. Let's chill. Find let's me, find me, Neil. Oh, he's not Tyson. even a scientist. Have, he's a scientist. He's like I'm Bill a school Nye. teacher. Find me a I'm scientist. a school teacher, and again, I'm not qualified to debate math. And I recognize that. I didn't study it. I, I haven't had a statistics class. I just know from my personal experience, from what I've seen and experienced, that eh, it's, it's probably round. There doesn't okay. really seem, again, the motive for telling us it's all flat isn't really there either. That doesn't See, really. My thing with except, the round... that, except that it's an energetic realm and, and, and it proves that we have energy all around us that we can harness and use and we don't need anybody. But that's such a, a jump, skip, and a leap. Now we're not even talking about math. We're talking about philosophy, which I love well, to I do. Would... I love the. No, we're not. We're talking philosophy. about. We're talking about electricity. We're talking. I about would energy. say for sure, like to agree with Bob a little bit here for sure, because I'm I'm iffy on the flat Earth stuff myself. But if if the Earth was flat, right, or let's say in Bob's case, since it is flat, um, it <laughs> would it would it would let us know that we are much more important than right. our government tells us. Our government tells us that we're space dust and that we're right. flying around in chaotic, non just you know nothing makes and... sense. Just yeah, consume, consume and don't live be for too now. big of a Yeah, dickhead. but here's the problem is it's not just our government. It's every other government. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Satellites in the sky. Go ahead and look up every single space agency's picture of the globe. They will all be different. Every single fucking one of them. All space it represents their view when they look down on the, no, the, the globe. No, the UN either looks like it looks like or it. Yeah, but that's not even <laughs> okay, the real. But now we're map arguing anymore. logos. We're not that's arguing not even, factual no, information. It's not even the same map. I already disproved all this shit when I freaking texted my buddy DJ in Australia when it was freaking four o'clock here in Texas, in the center of America, in four o'clock. Sun's right there, and his sun was up, up above the horizon in Australia on the other I, side. I have a when the, some news when, friend when teach... it should have been dark. I teach he classes every up. day. I teach classes every day. My students are in Beijing, China. It's exactly 12 hours. I, I wake up in the morning and I say, good night. I wake up in the, when I teach a class at night, I say, good morning. They've never been like, oh, no, it's not. <laughs> I've, I've just, again, personal experience. Maybe they don't know English, Chess. They do know English. I don't know Chinese. <laughs> if they're in my class, that means they have a, a conversational level. I teach students. Sure. I have one lady who's a judge. It's no, I, again, I just don't the the narrative and I've traveled the world. I've been in different time zones. I've had jet lag. I've been in planes. Time where, zone yeah, exists. You yeah, can you're watch, changing time. I've been in a plane where I've watched the, the, the spin of the earth. I've watched the moon and the sun rotate. Go you you watched the, the Wait, wait. You saw the sky spin and you assumed the earth was spinning? That's uh, again. I'm in the plane, and I'm not flying out of the plane because the plane's going fast. All that argument doesn't add up. Why is it the same? The same hour rate if you fly L.A. to New York or New York to L.A. Why is it the same time? We're spinning. You should go faster distance. one direction. The one same direction. Distance. One direction. The flight should be significantly shorter. Well, Why doesn't that work with your car? That doesn't I mean, make any sense. What? Yeah. Uh, your car doesn't leave the earth. What kind when of you're sitting inside that? your car and it's going 100 miles an hour, are you okay. like 
holding on like that? No, you're not. You're sitting there well, like you so, are sitting now. So you're that's you, how so you're Earth admitting works. so you're admitting it's a it's a contained system. Yeah, the going, atmosphere going just straight. Us. Going just straight. So we're, the earth is only straight, going straight. Right. We're spinning and then the, okay. the, the solar system. Do 100 system miles spinning, an hour. And then the solar system itself wait, wait, is Chaz, spinning. I'm going to debunk your, your, little, your little analogy here. You said a, you're, you're making two comparisons of different things. Okay. You said 100 miles an hour going straight. Are you shaking? But we're not going straight. We're spinning in a circle at 1,000 miles an hour going around the sun at Mach 88. I didn't say we were going straight. <laughs> I never once said we were going straight. You, I said you we're spinning. And then that's spinning. in a car. And then that's spinning. And then that's spinning. You gave an example of a car doing 100 miles an hour. Do that car 100 miles an hour in a circle and see if you feel it then. I bet you do. Have you ever seen how pilots test G-force? They get in the freaking thing that spins around and we're around not and around and generates. Spinning in the at- we're not spinning under gravity. We're not spinning in the atmosphere. Wait, what? We're spinning we're in not- a vacuum. The planet is spinning in a vacuum. So we're none not of that spinning physics with applies. Gravity. None of that physics applies. You're talking about G-force is relative to the gravity. So physics on just the doesn't planet. apply. We can just throw physics out the door. Okay. Now you're trying to argue semantics. And again, it's no, my number all argue. right, okay. or you said this when I didn't say that. Okay. And that's that's flat no, earth. You're, you're up. saying you're saying that's that flat earth, earth up, my friend. No, I'm I'm telling you that what you think <laughs> flat earth is isn't what it is. You've got some comical prof- professor fucking Dave view of flat earth, which isn't what we know. And all observable reality. Because the majority of reality agrees on the globe. Majority of reality thought. Specify when you say we know. Consensus isn't truth, Chaz. I know that. Do you? Because you're basically saying everybody agrees, so it's right. Even though the evidence. Clearly, people don't think the hollow earth is real, but that one's obviously real. (laughs) How is it obviously real? When you can see the horizon and it lays flat. But because you, well, you hold on. To the check era. out this video because this I've been seeing a lot of crazy sky videos Let's lately. Let's not talk and, about this anymore. This is and, frustrating. And you this one is weird because the sun's on one side. I'm sorry, I don't want to frustrate. I'm, I'm having a good time. Matt's trying to share a video. De- you fuck. Denying yeah. physics and hey, reality, man. Hey, it's Bob. One of us. Check is. this out. <laughs> what is the video here? Sorry, Bob. What is going on here? Because it's it's another one of those sun videos where. It's watch. Can somebody right? explain this shit to me? There's something, something going on over here, right? But the sun is over here setting right now. The sun is over there setting. What the fuck is that? I, uh, <laughs> I actually that asked my buddy in Australia when when I was seeing the sun in my sky above the horizon and he was seeing it above the horizon in his sky and that shouldn't fucking happen on the flat earth model or the globe and i was like what the fuck i said what if there's two suns that's what i'm saying like i don't know what's going on the sky is so weird these days between the moon the suns it's just a lot and i'm seeing all sorts of videos and i'm seeing in in person too like i'm seeing things in the sky out here i've never seen before I think it's, dude, I'm starting to think that the sky is just a hologram. It's just all a hologram. After seeing the queen go down, you know, that, that, do that whole presentation where they put her on a buggy and it was just a hologram of her the whole time. Yeah, dude, the hologram technology, I think, has been far advanced for a very, very long time. I think, well, they, they were talking about in Star Wars, right? Yeah. 
late seventies, they were give, they were talking about it in the public. So so that means probably for a good fifty years, if not longer. I mean, we could be talking about ancient. That's some ancient shit too, dude. What if what if fucking Haley's comet, freaking the aliens crash landing in Roswell? What if that was all fucking hologram? What if it's all hologram and it always has been? We don't know. It's impossible to prove. That's why I get frustrated when people deny reality and physics because it's provable. Um, I, I'm agnostic on anything that I can't prove. I'm like, okay, cool. Awesome theory. But this yeah. shit I can prove. See, well, I've gotten I... to the point where the only thing I can do is cancel out what I can prove is a lie. Right? Because right. I can't really prove a lot. There's not much we can f- actually prove. Because we, we, if we don't see it, even if you read it, you're still taking... Theories. Yeah, so it's it's all, it's, it's all the and even gra- oh. we get in the the discussion when we get into gravity, you know, everybody brings up gravity. I hear in these flat Earth discussions, like that's a theory still. It's not mm-hmm. fact. It's it's Can't prove I, it. I overall prescribe, so. and this kind of explains my hollow Earth logic as well. That we are uh, the biocentrism model that observance without biological entities hanging out. And observing reality, it doesn't exist at all in any way we would understand it. Um, and from that model, we all live in our own reality in our own tunnels, but we do have to to merge. There is a consensus reality. We do share a subconscious, and there's a lot of theories that that explains the paranormal. That 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 collective subconscious where the entities we see and interact with is just us tapping into that neural network. Um, which is again cool idea who really knows with any of this stuff but when it comes to to the consensus reality and i think this is part of what's happening is it doesn't really matter where the ufos come from once we as a, a reality decide that they're aliens from a different place or that there are tech it, it becomes real we observe them into reality and that's where why they, ufo sightings are on the, the rise yeah, well, and that's I think why you Project can film Blue it now. Coming, yeah, and you I used think they've not be done able to film it, and and they've done that, right? I mean, they've put that into the out into the ether so much between movies and television, and mm. you know, Roswell. Well, while it sounds like a crazy theory, the Philip experiment and the idea of tulpas and egregores is something that's way more re- repetable, repeatable, mm-hmm. re- repetable. repeatable. Why am I saying that weird? Maybe <laughs> repetitive. You can do it in the lab a bunch of times. <laughs> um, Replicable. There, you there go. it is. That oh was man, one. look at the thesaurus what over here. We You're welcome, you, guys. Um, Who brought the smart kid? Yeah, a replicable, know, replicable ESP experience where if you, you know, just focus on a thing you have a, a a certain percentage chance of like, say a random number generator. If you're thinking odd, 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 you got up to 11% chance higher than chance that it might be an odd. But if you start like saying, you know, numerous, the God of numbers is on my side and he shall decide it is a, and you repeat this on basis and continue it's the same practices Tibetan monks use, and they can like keep their body to incredible temperatures. You've seen the one guy levitate supposedly. Um, but again, it's this repetitive adding a mythology to it. 
um, making it real and it becomes real. And that definitely, I think, is an important view perspective when we start interacting with these things that sit on the fringe. The, the UFOs, whatever they are, they have an understanding of this that we clearly lack. They're able to travel in and out of our reality in and out of our observance at will. And again, whether that's government technology, they're keeping on the low and like just telling us it's aliens, which there's a good percent chance that is. If I was a gambling man, that one might get my chips. Yeah, I'm all uh, in on that. But so could Bigfoot also be government tech? I believe so, dude. Well, I actually that's he's he's probably the reason I believe it less. How do you how why are you gendering Bigfoot, dude? Oh. <laughs> well, there has like, to be a he to have hers. In my in my sexual fantasy, it's a him. Uh, <laughs> Big old hairy dick guy. Uh, this wraps me up. It's cold. I'm like freezing in the forest, sure. about to die. Let's not get into that. Back. Um, it's nurturing. I crawl inside of like Han Solo in that Star Wars movie. <laughs> uh, but uh, <clears throat> sorry, I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> the big uh, about Bigfoot. Yeah, the well, government. Well, I'm thinking about Bigfoot. Yeah, it, it's the the <laughs> trends between the UFO experience, the Bigfoot experience, and the the poltergeist experience, the the strange alterations of times, and the psychedelic experience that convinced me that all three are occurring on some level, interacting with our consciousness. Now, again, they could all be three separate entities, but whatever mechanism they're using to interact with us seems to be similar because you do have those things the missing time the weird apportations things teleporting and moving on their own they're consistent with bigfoot they're consistent he likes to take pies and leave gifts and you know strange shit like that poltergeist they love to stack their chairs and you know fucking teleport your lawnmower or whatever and ufos and skinwalker ranch is a perfect example of cows being teleported inside of trailers um the guy's fence post thing disappeared for a month found it a month later 20 feet up inside a tree that he had worked under the entire time all kinds of these weird details the missing time which is something i've personally experienced under psychedelics um all of these aspects seem to to play in. And again, that doesn't necessarily mean the government doesn't have an understanding of these crafts and their psychedelic side effects. Um, I have my whole bee theory and shit. Um, I don't want to dive into that. Would, would sleep then be considered almost a psychedelic jazz? Oh, well, I think I, I, I've actually gone under the recently through my research to the understanding that most things we experience on are psychedelic on some level and even storytelling uh, that is the original psychedelic experience it's the first one we have we do it so often we picture things in our head listening to this podcast you've probably done it you know imagined a flat earth or a hollow earth or whatever and you you picture it that way and um fuck i lost my train of thought again <laughs> weed Broken too many of these. <laughs> um but the the reality becomes solid these entities in particular um missing time all of these effects they can happen when interacting with the paranormal but they can also happen consciously with drugs we have an understanding we can take certain substances and fuck with our our reality 
and again, these entities pop up and there's, we get into secret societies and, you know, rituals and all these things um, and talk about adrenochrome and all that shit. But just having the story, I'm back on track. Just having the story is a psychedelic experience. You, you have that shift. And that seems to be all it takes. That's why you have haunted locations. The, the one thing consistent about all these haunted locations, you have things like teleportations and things. The details are all, always a little different. One of the, the things that's always the same, there's some kind of spooky story. There's and that spooky that story, haunted. yeah, that puts you in the, the headspace. That's all it really takes, that shift in consciousness, however microscopic. And that seems to be enough. And through my own experiences using psychedelics and substances, the more physical things, the things that other people see are when you're on microdoses. It's not when you're tripping balls. You can trip balls and see shit, but that's a personal experience. Those things don't interact with, with others. If you're manifesting it physically, it seems to be uh, the, the subtler shifts seems to be what it takes. Um, and again, who knows? But it explains why UFOs seem to pop up on haunted islands. Um, there's the window areas. You have your Mothmans, your Men in Blacks. You have this variety of, of phenomenon in these certain little areas. And it always seems to be kicked off by some kind of origin story. In Point Pleasant, where the Mothman is, it's it was cursed by Chief Pornstock. Um, Pascagoula, Mississippi, two dudes were abducted. One of the best documented cases the police investigated at length. They try to like catch them in their lies. They put bugs in the, the room, lie detectors, the whole nine. And they came away saying, yeah, those guys got abducted by aliens. Mm -hmm. Well, the stretch of river they were fishing on was called the Singing River. And it's been called that for hundreds of years because the first Europeans who arrived heard this phantom song. And their native guides told them that this tribe had marched into the river and killed themselves instead of being enslaved by this other tribe and they were chanting this death chant as they did so and you can just hear this song and again it's that same spooky stretch of river where these two dudes are not only abducted really well investigated but it's one of the weirdest abductions they're hit with this purple light and they see these three entities they're like metallic they've got pointed head cone cone heads and ears they're nothing like the greys or the typical archetypes you see. And it's, again, missing time the whole whole night. And it, it's, it seems to be, you know, just hanging out on that river. It's late at night. And you're like, yeah, maybe you hear that spooky song. You're listening for it. And then you get that curveball. Whatever it is that does show up uses that suspension it uses that i hate to sound new age but energy uh <laughs> to to manifest and that's a lot of the the whole point of folklore right when you get into it it's that it's that the history the nostalgia of it and and the you know it's part of the the culture of that area eventually you know and i moved into a new area up here and i was like Fuck, I was exactly thinking what you were just talking about. I'm like, please don't tell me about, you know, what happened here before, if there was any abductions or, you know, or uh, any wars <laughs> or any anybody died here. Just let me live here and I'll figure it out myself. If I hear a weird noise, I'll investigate it. But other than that, I don't want to have these putting these thoughts in my head beforehand. And then when something happens, it automatically goes to that. Mm. And yeah, I think you, that's you, what a you lot of just these manifest it. 
Yeah, I think that's what well, a lot of these if, myths are, right? What if, like, what if life is this journey, <laughs> like, we're projections from souls, like, trapped in the firmament or somewhere else, you know, from another realm, and we have to live this progression through lifestyles to starting at, like, single cell organism all the way up through uh, humans. And when you get to humans, there's multiple layers. And you know, you start at like a base level of like maybe like Christian or statist, you know, and then you kind of each life you get more conscious of the realm that we're living in. Um, and then you at the end of that, you go to the next whatever, but we don't know what it is. And maybe that's why some people have decided to try to figure out how to stay here, and that's where you get your royal bloodlines with your fucking nancy pelosi's and donald trump's and you know all of that well yeah it's like the video games right you get to pick a different character there's only and and in most video games what there's a handful of different characters oh yeah i definitely picked this character i I, (laughs) I feel it i know it's true there's a little cosmic me inside of me and he's really steering the show um and when this guy shuts down move on to the next party monster <laughs> what well, and, and on that thought have uh, you seen like if we're if we're going to get into this like little different tangent of this um the actually the great colorado dank and myself we're going to do an episode on this pretty soon hopefully tomorrow where uh the red heifers are brought to Israel and this is like a massive end of times prophecy and they're brought there to like usher in the third temple on uh temple mount it's fucking weird dude they've been trying to force this in for decades now my problem with quote prophecy is it's not prophecy if you wrote it like yeah i understand (laughs) that but the fact that all these other things are going on and then they're putting this into place too don't get me wrong dude i think that they wrote this shit i i I say it all the time i think that the same people that wrote the bible killed jfk right and, and yep. then they, i'm with you on yeah. that yeah and i think so, these people do this though ryan to put the fear in people that's it's what coming, i'm saying so what's know? the point of putting the fear what's the point of the fear what's the point control of saying, easily follow the money it's always about power and see that's i i do agree with that the ones that i can definitively say are financially motivated yeah that's probably true just from the history of the world that seems to be the main motive for conspiracy you can can always follow the money always power and money and all that stuff it's it's uh you know people say power but i find that to be a pretty amorphous kind of well they didn't live in 2020 then what power, power is money I in mean, 2020 exactly. that was the whole that was the whole thing it was all power and money that's all without, it was it was without a, money you huge, can't get power without yeah it was power, a huge power money. grab and a huge money grab and that's right all it was. well yeah. I, I think we've got to have a more tangible idea of power because again it goes back to that i, I hate to bring it back there i don't know why it's on the mind today though the Jeffrey Epstein stuff, because <laughs> the power there is is twofold. Obviously, the government they get involved in drug trafficking and human trafficking because they the CIA guys want to make some money. It helps the Black projects. Everyone gets a big paycheck. They kill a bunch of people and then they elect a president. Um, it's a, a a lot of fun and you know national security or whatever. Um, 
but Jeffrey Epstein, that honeypot system clearly had a second tangible power motive. You can say that was clearly for power. They were getting blackmail on people. Straight blackmail. Hey, here's here's an idea for you, Chaz. Chew on this for a little bit. Okay. You know the movie, you know the movie The Truman Show? Yeah. Big fan, Jim Carrey. What if everybody it like that's America is the Truman Show. Everything that happens outside of America is just theater. Well, All I lived in Mexico for face. three years, and I can tell you that is true. <laughs> Objectively so. The, the American view of the world is that we live in an insular society in a lot of ways that that is it's hard to explain. It's hard to put in an exact words. I can't exactly put my finger on it because, like, don't get me wrong. I'm a Second Amendment loving, government hating, true blood American, red, white, and blue, rock flag and eagle. But there's also just a general understanding of like different, like in Mexico, there's actual capitalism. Like if I wanted to go sell tacos right. on the street tomorrow here in Gainesville, Florida, they'd lock me up. I didn't have the permits. Yeah. How many, so how many layers of tape do you have to go through to get a uh, uh, sell tacos on the street in, in, in Mexico? The you could just, if I, if I decided ah today I, I, I sell shoes, I could just go out, buy a bunch of shoes and resell them at a higher price on the street, just there and do it a- again. Yeah. We have the, we live in this, it's painted this certain way that we right. live in this free loving country, but it's we a mafia a lot, system. We're, we're a lot more China than we like to admit to ourselves. Right. No, no, I think, I think America, you're, America has just simply perfected communism. Well, yeah, uh, you're free to do what you want as long as they get their a, take. Mafia, like you said, man. Right? Yeah, as long as they get their peace, you can do whatever you want, but it, legal, you're going to have to pay for, for it. Fee. Yeah, it's just going to cost you. And how much are you mm. willing to pay for it? Mm. And that's the problem with our system. America. That's the way the politicians are too. Politicians are bought and sold like that. And it's like, how do you get anything done when the people making the and laws again, and breaking the laws are the are the ones breaking the laws are the ones making the laws? So when we we talk about this to anyone, you can take take this subject to any person in the globe, and they'll be like, yeah, and they understand that, right? Yep. The the problem is the the next step, <laughs> the the absolute, you know, going balls to the wall, and because their motives are they are that simple minded, they want to make money. Nancy Pelosi wants to play the stock market. That's all her thing is. She doesn't care about gay people. She doesn't care about black people. She cares about the stock market. She and her record stock. is outstanding, by the way. She, she uh, she's yeah, she's Ryan with sports betting. <laughs> they're they're the same, it's the same mentality. That's what she's in the game for. That's her conspiracy. Um and that is I think the the large motive of 90% of conspiracies. I don't really give a lot of the elites the credit of, you know, yeah, they probably do these occult rituals. Well, they definitely do. We've seen the the tapes, Alex Jones, back when he was good. (laughs) Uh, We've seen them do the, you know, bundles and sacrifices and shit like that. But I honestly think it's, it's on par with like, how most Freemason lodges operate today. They do the rituals, but if you ask any of them, you know, hey, 
what what is this? They're all I don't know. <laughs> we we some guy taught me, and now we just teach these people. They totally they do all of these practices, and like most people who go to church, do them without understanding them. They don't recognize it's ritual cannibalism. They they do it because you know, hey, George Bush Senior got jerked off on too at Yale, and so. George Bush Jr.'s got to do it, too, because data says that's how you get to be president. <laughs> you know, it's these weird myth cult rituals. They're much closer to the TikTok witches and shit like that. Dude, they are they are magicians. They're not politicians. Like if you go back and you watch like the 9-11 shit that went down uh, where the kids were chanting like, uh, you know, what was it like? Plane, steal, Kite, hit. hit, steal, plane. Yeah, I mean, like that—that's a ritual, dude. All these <laughs> do rituals. Trump did rituals. Uh, Biden, believe it or not, he's doing rituals too. I mean, it's kind of different because he's—he's he's clearly not the one that's really in charge. Well, they're and in all the music videos, movies, any entertainment. Well, well exactly. Nine well, Eleven is. Do you know about Lucky Larry, the guy that bought the? Come on, what are we? Uh, we having a gentleman yeah. conversation. Yeah, like. <laughs> He was tied into uh, like an insurance scam, basically, with freaking Bush's like cousin or some shit that worked for an insurance company that insured American Airlines. Yeah. So they all worked together on this big get rich scheme and he turned $145 million into like $4 billion. The same. I don't know if it was the same one that met with Reagan's family when John Hinckley uh because they were all connected to the hinkleys and the bushes yeah. And the um yeah man i mean these people uh the the reason there's a reason that the bush dynasty is a thing i, I, I wasn't it, his nickname magog uh hw bush's nickname in the skull and bones was magog i mean he is a fucking massive power player in our society like it or not i mean he sounds mm. like when you when you see H.W. Bush, you think of him as a pussy. I mean, he's dead now. He acted like a pussy. You know, this this weak dude that threw up on the Japanese prime minister and all this stuff. That, that I whole... love that guy who threw the shoe at him. Well, <laughs> that was his that son. Was... Oh, yeah, that yeah, was, was the son. You. You're right. My bad. Who, who, so which one of them choked on a pretzel? W. And he also w? he also we can't forget this. He's such a fucking loser on paper that he got a DUI in the seventies. That's what? impossible. That is literally impossible. He must have been do. blasted, man. Dude, he was. He hey, probably honest, drank a beer. Like in front that of the better cop. than Trump. I don't. I don't trust a man who can't handle his liquor. <laughs> yeah, the president. No way. You can't handle liquor. You can't handle the country. That's true. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, all, all these people, dude. All, but like the the Bush family, and especially H. W. Bush, dude. When you look at how diabolical his planning was. Oh, high yeah. level magician high level so, magician there's a great book called um i think it's called maggie's hammer um and it's about um it, the narrative's great because it's from this financial dude whose business partner was just murdered he like found him dead in a bush and essentially he like barely knew the guy they were like business partners and that was it but he had to pay a bunch of private eyes and stuff to basically clear his name because people assumed that he killed him there was a bunch of money missing from their firm and basically the short end of it is that they uncovered a bunch of in the UK, but also some other US ones that the Thatchers and the Bushes were running 
multiple Iran-Contra-esque schemes where they were buying contraband, trading it for other contraband, and they were getting private citizens to bankroll it. And they were just coming to you being like, hey, we're the CIA. You want to serve your country? Give us some money and we'll buy, we'll get some hostages back and we'll get you the money back because we're the CIA. And then they just shoot these guys. And the, your your Clinton kill list pops up a couple times. There's a, 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 several figures where there's lots of conspiracies around them, but it was essentially they like loaned $50 million to the CIA or MI6. And instead of paying them back, they just whacked them. And when I presented a conspiracy theory like that, the 9-11 stuff, JFK, yeah, the motives are are obvious. There's clear intention. There's clear issues with the, the official narrative. And yeah, I think uh, a good portion of, of conspiracies like that come are are true. When we, I think the whole, um, well, I think the pedophilia ring shit is double ended because they do have a bunch of pictures of these high end people sleeping with pedophiles, and so they know that they can drop or sleeping with children. I should say the pedophiles sleeping with children. They know they could drop these photos of, you know, like Giuliani and Trump and the Clintons, any of them, pick, pick them. If they got a dick, they probably went to Epstein's Island and they, therefore, is a video of them with a teenage girl somewhere. Um, so the, the, that narrative is definitely meant to be like a, a, a carrot on a stick. That's and the whole Trump presidency was that too. It's the idea that well now if the revolutionaries, if the the militias and stuff take over the country, they'll just put in a Republican and we'll all be safe. <laughs> we'll, we'll just end up putting in another one of our guys, and then you know it'll be a little bumpy. Maybe some of us die, but the whole thing will will be the same and we'll be okay. And again, the the pedophile narrative is a, a kind of a cherry on top of that carrot where they can release that photo and you bet your ass people will show up to the fucking doorstep of these people and drag them out in the streets. And they'll I mean, never already... release that. They'll never release that photo. They'll just threaten the hell out of them. Mm, or or they'll, they'll put it on their computer and then just raid them and be like, yep. Oh, yep. We had it on the computer. You're going away. And then it's, it's because again, we all feel that way. We would all be the pedophile to death with a stick given the opportunity. Um, but it's, it's, they know that, and that's the point of a Jeffrey Epstein. That's the point of, of that kind of tangible conspiracy. Again, it's point of action. Yeah. Yeah. That satanic panic narrative that's, that's taken over. It makes me think he's a hundred percent innocent and he just got pawned, like someone pawned all this shit off onto him. Or is he even real? I've heard that theory where he was just like. He was like photobombing all these pictures yeah. and he's yeah. not even a real yeah, person. Yeah, I, I don't know. He, he, he was seems like, like the janitor. Was good, yeah, was the, the groundskeeper of the island. You know, it's like, dude, well, I mean. Because he was like a teacher originally. Well, well yeah, yeah, those were never pedophiles. All girls like, school. That was a whole other thing. Yeah, that was some <laughs> sketchy shit. Like he got uh, that job from. No, he definitely had that like fairy seal-esque personality where he was like, I work for the without ever saying it but it was like i work for the cia i can do whatever i want <laughs> fuck you guys and that was kind of his attitude and that's clear by the the florida court shit 
if you've ever like gone deep into Acosta and the sweetheart deal he got when he got busted for sleeping with underage girls what, here in Florida. Well, see, what if the whole pedophile ring thing is just a is just a distraction as well to keep you from believing that you know they're like actually eating babies because I guess fucking them's not as bad. I don't know. Um, but well, uh, again, I, I, it seems I think it to could be, be that, that it could be just a distraction. It, it it seems to be that Jeez. obviously that was happening, and obviously we know we've seen the flight logs. We know the people in our society. You, know they in were our going there. you don't know what they were doing. We're doing well. We have a pretty good idea. There wasn't like a, a I mean, it could be pool. all a distraction. <laughs> It well, could all be a setup, and, I, and I the flight logs could food. even be bullshit. Well, the current stuff is definitely a, a distraction, I believe, from that. Because if we did really investigate everyone on those flight logs, I mean, we didn't even a, a tabloid dug into Prince fucking what's his face Andrew, Andrew, and fuck man, that was tabloid reporting. That was all it took to uncover that shit. Looks pretty bad. If we did that for every single person on those lists, we would have full-blown societal upheaval. So instead, they get us to focus on pizza shops in D.C. and just random people. Go go throw a, a Molotov at a, a transgender person and, you know, that'll get that rage out. And you'll, oh, yeah, you got the pedophiles. <laughs> They're all gone. Trust us. It really is. Yeah. I, again, if we truly... They're, Several of his uh, accomplices, not just just Lane. There's that one lady. She's married to a, a NASCAR driver. What's her fucking name? Um, but they they were part of the sweetheart deal where they can't be prosecuted. But they admitted that they were trafficking underage girls, and they're just again they're just out there making producing TV and hanging out and shit. And big club. No one, no one wants to talk about that. No, you bring up Epstein. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> it's the same shit they did with JFK, where like, no, there's, there's a lot of legitimate questions that need. Well, that's to why you have to then go. Okay, well, what about the Franklin scandal? Oh, uh, that's. Let, let, let's talk about some other everyone stuff. Everyone on if that you... needs to be fucking locked up. Yeah. It, it's clear it, they're bad at it. They're not that good at it. Again, their motive's money. Which so they're not. They're think... really good at fucking laundering money. <laughs> But, but the they're so secondary. bad. They're so bad consistently. It just makes it all look intentional. Well, right. it, it, I think it actually shows to the scope of how big the the thing is. Because if you know any conspiracy, if it gets large enough, there's going to be leaks. There's a Robert Anton Wilson, excellent occultist, Playboy editor from the '60s, who did some weird shit with the flat Earth, um, but. Uh, <clears throat> One of his other things was um, this uh, snafu principle and the idea that, you know, once you start surveilling a populace, you're going to have whistleblowers and the whistleblowers are going to create more radicals. So you're going to have to up the surveillance. And if you up the surveillance, the operation gets bigger. So you have more people you got to hire, which means you're going to have more whistleblowers. Which, and it's this the snafu that we were stuck in still. The fact that we have the Franklin cover-up and Epstein shows that the snafu principle is in play well and good with this human trafficking thing. It didn't just start up now. It's been going for a minute and we've had a couple, they've had a couple whoopsies. <laughs> this isn't something that they just started. Doing, but this is but something that, you know, it. it's crazy because this was something we were taught in history class, you know, in, in like, as young kids, 
we were taught about how like the Greeks and the Romans had these young page boys who were basically their little personal slaves and that they would do whatever they needed to do for them. And it's like, okay, this was just, well, I like, think it, it, it dates more back to our founding fathers being pretty steep in the, the, the human trafficking trade slavery at the time. It's a different name, but it's still the same business. It's a, a ancestral business. And well, um, this, the, this realm very well could have just always been a slave camp, whether you believe the Anunnaki line of thought, well, where it was a mining camp. And then, you know, maybe they mined all the material and we're like, OK, now what? And they've just enslaved people in different ways, you know, throughout history. And then when the people start catching on, they have to do a reset. Well, I, I find that intriguing because slavery absolutely is consistent with all of human history. I mean, we still have plenty of slaves. We don't call them slaves, slaves nowadays. We're slaves now. You're I'm a, one. I'm a slave. Well, I am. I am a full slave. Well, we also do have two million plus people living in private prisons that are forced to right. work for free. <laughs> like we sure. still are a society based on on slave labor. A lot of the immigrant labor. Um, we have sharecropping here in Florida for tomatoes, where they get the they bus in these Mexican people. They participate in the trafficking. They get them in, and they like, oh, here's the deal: you you pick these tomatoes, and you know we'll pay you this much, and it seems like a great deal. And then at the end of the month, they get the check for the rent and for the supplies and for the basket they use to collect the tomatoes. Well, that's a fifty dollar rent fee, and it's they have to pay it all back, and they're essentially kept on the farm with armed guards. It's slavery, and we're we're doing the same thing. It hasn't changed, and it's um, in the the my recent book. There's this character Zephaniah Kingsley, real dude from history, ran this planta- plantation, you and he was super weird. Um, he had this <laughs> idea. He, it was the uh, pre-Civil War and right up to the Civil War. He was of the belief that mixed-race people were superior than white people and black people. And this was in Spanish Florida where that system of – the system of slavery was based on how light your skin color was. <laughs> you had more rights the lighter you were. And that worked really well for him because he wanted his kids to inherit because he thought they were like his own Aryan supermen. He, his dining hall was filled with um, portraits of naked black women. He refused to embrace Christianity. He adopted this Senegalese tradition and married a bunch of women. One of them started running several of her own plantations. Super weird character. So on the, the face of it, he was at the time considered, you know, pro, you know, black <laughs> people. Um but he was also still pro-slavery. And after the Atlantic trade had ended, he got caught smuggling in fresh slaves from Africa. And they literally, uh, the Navy caught this boat of 300 people. And they were like, where are you guys going? And they're like, well, Kingsley Plantation. And they were like, well, shit, we don't have food or barracks or anything for 300 slaves. So I guess you can go there, but tell them not to do this again. <laughs> like they gave him the literal slap on the wrist. And and again, that's just that's the attitude. That's how it's been treated for centuries in the United States. That that corporate 
government line it's non-existent it only exists in tv shows and and dramas and stuff the lobbyists are just hanging out and drinking for free on everyone's dime because they're they're merged there's no separation Uh, they're they're already together again playing that nancy pelosi stock game yep it's got to be addicting they're making a lot of money it's got to be fun betting's fun (laughs) i will say betting is very fun see ryan you're hooked now you just gotta don't make me a politician. Don't market. fucking vote for me. I'll I'll take all your money. <laughs> the biggest gamble in the world. Hey, and that was Ryan. That wasn't me. Right. I was gonna leave that's the next exactly one star. Why. Oh yeah, I need to be careful what I say. Right, you assholes. I need to be careful what I say on here. Oh. People blame Matt for shit I say. <laughs> yeah, Ryan says shit, and then it gets it gets taken out on the Great Deception. Jeez. You like alcohol? You piece of shit. <laughs> That's the I great deception, that. isn't it? Jeez. Yeah. You're gonna get right. some hate for the Bills shit, I promise you. <laughs> no, the Bills are the shit, dude. People like them now. Bills are the fun team right now. It's not it's not the I'm 90s. saying this shit, man. In the nineties, been... hey, when I when I was actually into the NFL, everybody hated the Bills because they all they did was win. Until they got to the Super Bowl. Until they got and the then we, yeah, yeah, don't say it. <laughs> when they lose four in a row. Shut up. Yep. Shut up. Get out of here. Stop jinxing it. They got it this year. I remember that hey, shit. Hey, I, I was a Chiefs here. fan, Chaz. And guess what? I stopped watching the NFL probably about five years ago. And right when, when did they, they get good? When did they, yeah, when they win the Super Bowl, <laughs> probably like five years, six years ago, four years ago. Fucking right, yeah. So it never fails. And and I would get my heart broken every year as a Chiefs fan because we'd either win the AFC West or we'd be have a good playoff seed and Marty Schottenheimer would shit the bed every year and we'd lose <laughs> in the first round. You can still hate the Chiefs because Patrick Mahomes' brother is a fucking piece of shit. And his girlfriend or wife, whatever she is. She's yeah, fuck just all bad. Oh, and even him, yeah. dude, he's kind of a douche. See, I don't he's even know douche, that much. He's talented. The oh, he's a great player. I'm just Josh thinking. Allen drew this T-shirt. Ten out of ten. He's a great artist as well as a great quarterback. I th- honestly, Chaz, <laughs> I thought that was a surfboard at first with legs. Oh, the like, Josh Allen logo. It looks like a pussy turned sideways, <laughs> upside down. Know. There you go. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, gentlemen, this has been fun. Uh, let's no, get yeah. out of here. Let's go around the horn. Let the people know where they can find you. Chaz, we'll start with you. You're first on my screen, buddy. Yeah, um, you can find me at Chaz of the Dead on all the social media stuff, doing UFOs, paranormal investigations. Um, ChazoftheDead.com for all my books and articles and podcast appearances. Go check that out. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I've got a petition out there to save a haunted house. Um, save the Change.org slash Save the Bets Castle um it's this uh wonderful structure it's fallen apart it's in the state's care and they just need to actually care for it um so please go check that out sign that and um yeah thanks for having me on yeah thanks for joining brother and i will put the earth that is in. hollow <laughs> <laughs> i agree yeah <laughs> i concur bob you're so and... mean why are you so <laughs> mean i don't know man it's the it's the it's, red it's hair. The, it's, it's it's the fire. It's people's crotch. ability to deny to deny provable reality that astonishes me. What well, I know, but it's it's a fun chat. It's supposed to be fun. <laughs> you got things going for you. Let people. See, be I, I, I prefer the view though. 
no firmament. Get the firmament out of there because I we again we create our own reality, and I think it's the best thing you can do is have the most open reality as possible, and that's accepting the hollow earth. There's stuff below us, which you have, but that the grand infinite above us. It's I think not about something embraced. It's I, I, I like I like unicorns too, but I think they're right, virtual, uh, you know? I, again though there's a lot I, I can get a telescope and look at it they're up there and they're all cool. spheres they're all balls okay. i don't know man <laughs> okay yeah i'm with you bob i love the uh i love the the series you and drew just did with the movies of, you did all those jim carrey movies and stuff and and yeah, man. that's what that was you know the truman show kind of did it for me when he you know he's he hits the wall and he's like that's it Dude, the first scene Sirius falls out of the sky well that it's yeah a, it's just a it's a prop light yep i mean if that doesn't tell you how fake space is right there them putting it right in your face that it's fake um <laughs> I and i think it said canine serious too something like that yeah see though like i think they might edit ufos out of photos of the earth and shit i think there's enough of them up there that they're doing that all the time and then again they're 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 taking the mile instead of us asking well why are these photos photoshopped and focusing on that they're like oh what do you think the earth's flat and it, oh again, yeah and they've, it takes it to the they've been photoshopping for ages as long as there's been photos they've been doing vanilla skies and all sorts of stuff to photos to well, really get their points across. Robert Simon, the creator of the Blue Marble, said it was Photoshop because it had to be. Yeah. Yeah, they've been playing with it. I mean, there were photos from the 1800s of guys with no heads holding their own head in their hands. And it was just, you know. Yeah, it was just all Photoshop shit. So, but yeah, Bob, your series is, is killer, man. I can't wait to what you guys are doing with Andy. Uh, tell the people where they can find you, man. Yeah, I'm Moral Bob. You can find my podcast Hidden in Plain Sight on all your podcatchers. You can find me on Instagram at the Hidden Pod and at Spaces Fake and Gay. And uh, that's about it. Uh, other than that, I don't really do much online. So, but yeah, we do the movie series, and I'm trying to do some other stuff. I'm trying to line up the next uh, break from the Abnorm. Haven't done one of those in a while, so it's been a minute. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a reunion. I'm trying to get Jason. Um, so trying to line up a date with him so we can we can have the old gang back together. Nice. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Those are always awesome, man. I love I love just those random conversations where there's no agenda because shit, man, doing these deep dives and all the, the, the stuff that I do for my show. It's like, man, when I get done with a show, it's like, it's so nice to just take a deep breath because it's stressful putting all that shit together. So when I get to do this show or I get to do the abnormal with you, I look forward to those, man. There's uh, no yeah. prep, nothing. It's just, let's well, talk. I ever, like, apparently we're all kind of feeling the same thing. Call that a connected energy, call it you know, riding a trend, whatever. It Burnout. I don't think it is. I did like it was all. It all kind of happened simultaneously. It's not like it was a domino effect. Mm. It, it all kind of happened at the same time. Everybody was like, you know what? I don't want to be so serious anymore. <laughs> yeah, and when when that happened, you know, I, I was Ryan, talking about your like, show. I think we're all doing it. Yeah, I was talking about possibly you know taking a, a couple episodes and just doing like looking at song lyrics or something. Cause I, I was just coming off doing, 
the Jim Mars shit and the Operation Paperclip. And I'm like, man, that stuff is so dark. I'm done with it. I need something to get off of it. And I think, like you're saying, I think it was kind of like a a group thing where everybody at the same time was like, all right, let's let's step away from this shit a little bit. And we got to we got to change our content up because you can only listen to the same shit for so long before you go insane. Well, and there's so much to chew on. I mean, song lyrics, man. Look at Earth, Wind, and Fire, or Marvin Gaye, or well, I've got a, Red I'll Hot send... Chili Peppers. Space may be the final frontier, but it's yeah, Californication's a huge one. You, you look at those lyrics. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll send you guys uh, an article right. series I did about occultism in modern rap music and this yeah, whole conspiracy dude. around XXX Tentacion. And That's Ryan's boy. Shit. I had never even heard that until I heard Ryan say it, and I'm like, what the fuck is he saying? I thought you were having like a seizure trying to say having a stroke. I mean, his music's interesting. It's not the most uh, at the the surface level. It's not like artistic. But then when you start getting into it, it's like, dude, this this is brilliant shit. It really is like the guy is a great artist, a very clever occultist. Yeah. Yes. There's some bops. There's some good bops. There's some good shit. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, man. Everyone's getting so tired of this uh, conspiratorial shit because of the oversaturation. There's too many people on TikTok that are doing the same shit. And I'm sick of these people, dude. Like they're, they they look at the Wikipedia of fucking MK Ultra or Roswell, and then they start talking about this shit like they've been fucking researching it for years. And it's insane and it's annoying, but it's fine because, you know, it pushes more people to like the real work that Baby the four stuff. of us do. Right. Yeah, it gets people in the door at least. I like that idea, but I'm with you, dude. These fucking kids, and they got millions of people following them. You know, they're or snotty. millions of they're bots. Yeah, they're like, oh, if you didn't know, the yeah. FBI's been fucking you since their inception. And it's just like, okay, and they're like well, 15. I know who you're talking about. Just, I yeah. mean, uh, not anyone in particular. Just so many, so many <laughs> people, so dude. Many that's we all pictured reason. someone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I definitely. I I saw like three or four different faces when you said that, Ryan. <laughs> we, we all follow those. Yeah, yeah man. It's, it's, it's just like hey, you're talking about this. Like you figured it out. Yeah. Like, get, get out of here. In case you weren't paying attention, this fucking shit's going on. You know, it's like that kind of shit. It's like, dude, you're ruining it for everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You you just figured this shit. You like you just found out JFK was on. Well, <laughs> you know my my paranormal journey started with ghost adventures, and and look where I'm at now, tripping at haunted locations and yeah, yeah it's baby steps. You know, <laughs> yeah, you gotta get every, there eventually. Everyone still, starts damn. somewhere, so yes, they're the worst. And overall, it's it's uh, I think a way down. Again, ghost adventures definitely fucks up a lot of ghost hunting shit. But Buzzfeed, uh, and that shit. yeah, yeah they, they they fuck up a lot of that. But it's entertainment, so it's that first step in, and then from well, it's there, you know, right? Like I'm, I like Bigfoot and aliens, and God, the fucking nonsense. Oh yeah, of, of shows out there about that kind of stuff. See, just, I, I, I'm just saying that. Credit it. I'm yeah. saying that until Travel Channel hits me up. And then yeah, right? I, I'm like, hell yeah, guys, I mean, check out my new TV show. If they want to give me a million dollars to right? say a bunch of nonsense, yeah. it I'll is take the it. dream job. It is check out job. Ghost Hunting 101 with Chaz of the Dead. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, I'm telling you, man, the next step is porn with conspiracies. And that's coming on my OnlyFans channel soon. Oh, that's going to be a I've thing. Been, I'm going to do it. Don't they already have that? I mean, I don't know. I'm going to do it. Though. Adam always it. talks about Bigfoot porn. 
I've been trying to convince my uh, lovely partner (laughs) to do a sex magic rituals like tutorial only fans where like it's not just porn, but it's edutainment. You you learn how to do like Aleister Crowley sex rituals. Yeah, no, I'm going to just be playing like old porn videos while talking about like Bigfoot or something. Open the abyss by doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. straight up your ass. That's all you Uh, need. No thanks. I'm good. Get some butt stuff in there. Fun for the whole family. Oh, shit. (laughs) So, Ryan, what do you got going on? Yeah, not much new, man. Just uh, continuing the same uh, journey that I have been on and it's uh it's fun, you know, just uh having fun, doing fun stuff. I think all you guys do great work and um, you know, having fun uh, you know, just talking on these things every Monday. But yeah, nothing nothing too crazy and exciting for me. The OnlyFans channel will be coming, trust me. Nice. A thing. Um it won't be me on the channel. It will just be, you know, vintage porn. While this, dropping with, some with red pills, whichever poor woman you corral <laughs> at the truck stop, yeah, no, no, it's no just, it'll you, be it'll you literally... just voice over your conspiracy theory with porn exactly. in the background. It'll be literally like a chick getting railed out by a few black dudes and probably somewhat blurry. And I'll be talking about chemtrails or something. That's what it's going to be. I'm not even going to reference the porn that's going on in front of you. It'll just be a nice visual for some red pill stuff right you maybe know, you're beating it's off it's a niche charity. market but i can see yeah. it working <laughs> I, I mean, hey, man with a plan i've i've got to get out there somehow you know not so the I worst idea <laughs> uh, it's not the best either but, we'll yeah. but yeah it's thank an you. idea yeah thanks matt and uh thank both of you for uh yeah, keeping a, a, a somewhat a civil debate yeah i love talking with oh uh, no this has been guys. fun man this yeah it was a blast good it yeah, is what it is. And uh, guys, thank you so much. You can find all my stuff at the Great Deception Podcast on uh, Instagram, uh, Patreon. I'm, I'm staying off YouTube for a while. They're hitting everybody up right now with strikes, and I'm just done playing that censorship game. So I will be putting my videos up on Patreon for free. Uh, the Monday Night Master Debaters is still part of the, the pay scheme, but uh, you can get that on all the audio stuff. So guys, thank you very much. Everyone stay strong, question everything. Give them the desire again for individual freedom. And I'm going to tell them that as long as dictatorships remain in the world, we better remain well armed. Because the next time we're not going to get two years to get ready. They're going to jump us overnight. And I'm going to tell them that there's only one government which is capable of handling the atomic control, world disarmament, world employment, world peace. And that's a world government. People of 13 states started the United States of America. Well, I think that the people of that many nations are now ready to start a United States of the world, with or without Russia. And I mean a United States of the world. One Bill of Rights, international law, international currency, international citizenship. And I'm going to tell them that the brotherhood of man is not just an idealistic dream. 